Well, hello, Wichita. Thank you for joining us for Council Chat. I am Councilmember Brian Fry, representing District 5, Northwest Wichita. With me today is Councilmember Ballard, representing District 6. Great to see you. Yes, nice to see you too. Are you excited for another edition of Council Chat? I am. <laughs> I am. I am. It's always, always a good time, and I love that we trade off. and Absolutely. And get to experience this with different council members. Yeah, absolutely. It's always fun to talk about what's happening uh, at our council meetings. I don't think uh, the general public really realizes how much business we have to get through uh, in those council meetings. And there's a lot of important stuff. And, and this council chat is a way to share some of that information. I agree, especially for the people that don't can't watch or don't watch, you know, right. our couple hour long meetings sometimes. It kind of at least lets them know what's coming up. And if it's something of interest of them, then they can... Yep kind of look into it at that point. Yeah, and, it, and again, there's a lot of decisions that have to be made. Some are uh, more serious than others, and I say that because it's a lot of variety. Like this week, we have a lot of different things. Yes, um, including a lot of territory. Yeah, and a lot of it is related to public improvements, infrastructure, you know, the, the business of keeping the city operating efficiently. And so um, this week we have uh, petitions for public improvements. Um, we have an unsafe structure. Um, that we have to decide what we're going to do with. And so uh, that's always standard. We usually have that every meeting. Mm -hmm. and, but that's part of the business of a council meeting. I totally agree. Um, also in District 1, we're looking at facade improvements and issuing IRBs for the 123 South Market building. So we were talking a little bit yeah. about that. That You want to talk a little bit about that? Building? Sure. So that's the Sterling College building right there on the northwest corner of Market and William. Yes. Um, right across from the, the parking garage and adjacent to uh, the new DO school. And so it's an important redevelopment opportunity to take a, another empty building in downtown and put it back to life. Yes. And so it's, I think it's a mixed use of office and retail and residential. Mm -hmm. So, again, as the college students are coming to the DO school, they need a place to live. And it, how cool would it be to live right next door? Yeah. So. I'm super excited. Those are such cool buildings and um, – just happy that someone yeah. was willing to make yeah. a little investment. And again, IR investment. IRBs are not a check that the city is writing. This allows the developer to get low interest loan yes. uh, toward their project. The city is not uh, putting any dollars toward it. So I, I appreciate you saying that. I think uh, we get a lot of pushback sometimes yeah. hearing that it, they think that the city just cut a $36 million yeah. check. And that's well, the media gets it wrong quite often. Yes. Um, and so we have to constantly stress what's happening here. Um, because it is a very big project. It's $565,000, but they're paying for it through special assessments mm -hmm. and getting a special interest loan via the IRB. So yes. uh, we just can't tell that enough, yes, right? Yes, I agree. Um, we also have a request for a common consumption area for an event happening at Union Station, ICT Blocktoberfest, um, October 7th and 8th. And because it is one of those areas that people aren't used to seeing folks walking around with drinks in their hand, mm -hmm. you have to have a special license for that. And that's called a common consumption area. And so this is a request to do that for that event. Awesome. So, I love that. Um, we also have um, our annual look at our cultural funding allocations. And this is where uh, we grant about $432,000 to uh, cultural institutions for operation, everything from our large scale down to the small, uh, really more independent nonprofit cultural arts groups. And so it helps with their annual funding. It's, again, something that we've dedicated as part of our mill towards cultural arts. Um, 
but this again helps with their operation. So we'll go through that list of who's getting awarded. And, and again, there's a scoring system mm -hmm. that our cultural funding committee reviews and they make recommendations based on those scores. And so it's a very specific justification for why this group gets it and this group doesn't. Yes. So, so we're just not picking winners and losers. There's a scoring system and a committee that's making recommendations. Yeah, I was just looking at that before I came in here, and it looks like there's some additional new um, yeah. applicants this year that, that could potentially be awarded some money and then yep. some that have been on there before. So yeah. I and love we that we're expanding. And we also get groups that decide they don't want to do that anymore. Mm -hmm. And so there's that ebb and flow. So. Yes. Um, we're also looking at a bond and note sale, uh, several public facility repair and replacement projects, and a um, sanitary sewer in <laughs> interceptor improvement project in District 2. Yeah, that's a, that's a tongue twister, yes, right? Yes, it's a mouthful. Yeah. yeah, and again, that's basically because there's growth. Yes. And the, the wastewater treatment plant, Four Mile Creek in District 2, needs additional capacity. Uh, to handle the growth. And so that's what that project does. I mean, um, it's just necessary to do. And, th and that's typical, right? We have projects that need additional resources because there's growth. That's a great thing, having additional growth in the city. Mm -hmm. so, yep, absolutely. Uh, speaking of that, in my district, we're looking at expansion for West Link Library. Uh, several years ago, we did a uh, in-depth look at our branch libraries and where the improvements needed. We made improvements to Evergreen, mm -hmm. and then also now the Ronald Walters branch. And the next one in that line was Westlink. And uh, Westlink is an amazing success story. It does incredible business, yeah. um, especially during COVID. A lot of people were checking out a lot more books and materials than ever before. So um, it's needed it for a long time. And so I'm very excited about that, that we're going to be able to hopefully make some expansion there. And, and really, because it's interesting, it serves not only 259, but we have kids from Goddard and May School District that use Westlink Library. Interesting. So it really is a regional branch library. And so uh, dramatically needed. Yes, um, that's awesome. And then uh, 20, Century 2, mm -hmm. and we get a lot of discussion about, you know, what's happening with that. Are you taking care of it? Well, this year the council approved... $18 million in capital dollars to go towards deferred maintenance. Yes. Uh, the roof, yes. the HVAC, um, the fire alarm system, things like that, so that it can be functional, operational, and safe yes. while the community decides you know, what's going to happen. But we can't defer maintenance any longer. So of that $18 million, $10 million is in 23. And that's what we're going to talk about on Tuesday is get that initial... $10 million investment to take some care of the more critical things. Yes, because so. certainly while we're figuring that out, we still want people to utilize this. Oh, space absolutely. Yeah. So I think it's, I'm yeah. excited that some improvements are made, and I think that will make a lot of people um, happy. Yeah, well, we have to keep it functional. We have to keep, if we're going to have that investment or that facility, we got to maintain it. Yes. And because there are events and so forth that will continue to go through there. So. I agree. And finally, we're hearing the evaluation and annual performance of the housing HUD consolidated plan, uh, something we're federally required to do each year. Yep, absolutely. So, um, and then uh, on consent, we will also have the second reading of the ordinance change that would remove fentanyl strips and marijuana. So Right. A lot of discussion in the community on that still. Yes, yes. Um, I'm hearing and every across day. the street and, yep. <laughs> and everywhere. Yep, absolutely. So, um do you have any fun plans for the weekend? Um, well, tonight I'm doing a, a ride along with Patrol South. 
So that starts at 5 o'clock and be finished by 3 a.m. Hopefully, I'm going to probably take a nap this afternoon, so I'm rested for that. Yes. I've done ride-alongs before, but yep. it's been a while. I'm doing Citizens Police Academy right now, so this is part of that class. Very cool. So um, I've ridden West Patrol a few times. I've been a while since I've done a South Patrol, so I thought I'd good to variety it up. Yes, right. I would imagine that you'll be busy and oh, awake sure. and so, uh, although, learn all kinds of things. Although, I will tell you, I did a 24-hour shift for Fire Station 1 really? a couple of years ago, the busiest fire station we have in the city. And in that 24-hour period, we had 14 calls and nothing from 1030 at night to 7 in the morning. Wow. So they were like, yeah, you, you can lucky. come back anytime. <laughs> you definitely got so. lucky. Yeah, there's so many cool things going on this weekend. There's open streets. Yeah. Um, looking forward to that. And I think it's from noon to five, I yep, believe. Yep, on Sunday. Um, yep. We also have Latin Fest that'll be in the yep. Old Town Square on Saturday. Wow. Yes. It's and then there's a year. boxing um, event at, um, I believe it's at Nico Hernandez. Oh, really? Um, Very cool. Yeah, it's that time of year where all the fall festivals, all the, you know, people start turning to events and fundraisers because yes. the wolf stock's coming up in a couple of weeks. Um, Chili cook-off. Yeah, thank you. Yes. Nice plug. October 1st, <laughs> Wagon Masters Chili Cook-Off. Um, yeah, a lot of different activities this time of year. So it's very busy weekends, right? And uh, that's good. Hopefully it'll be nice. Yep. And today, uh, Manager Layton announced... Uh, sorry, that's a weird segue. That's okay. I don't know why I did it that way. <laughs> um, but um, Manager Layton announced um, a new interim chief with mm-hmm. Lim Moore retiring um, Troy Livingston, who was a former deputy chief. Mm-hmm. Um, I worked with Troy on multiple things when he was with the Wichita Police Department. Great credentials. Look forward to having him on board while we still go through the police chief search. So. Yes. Certainly appreciate um, all of Lim's service. Oh, absolutely. And stepping in when we needed some extra help. So. Yep. Um, and again, Lim's a longtime guy who's been around and, and uh, done a great job for the city of Wichita. So wish him the best of luck. And we get Troy in here for the next, hopefully, just a few months mm-hmm. while we get that national search finished. So, Awesome. Well, thanks for joining us. Be sure to subscribe and follow on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you listen to your podcast. Thank you.